Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another fellowship hour. We thank God that things are getting brighter all around us. I believe God is listening and answering our prayers. We thank God that the lockdown is gradually easing out and uh, things are getting better. The Lord will perfect everything that concerns us. This, today we are looking at talkativeness and dry altar as causes of power leakage. When I was given this topic, it got me thinking because I know that talkativeness is something that is very prevalent, especially among us women. The Lord will open our eyes to see whatever it is that is causing power leakages in our life. And as we listen, I'm talking to myself, I'm talking, I'm asking that the Holy Spirit will come and do what only he can do, will teach us by himself, enlighten us and open our hearts that we may receive and know the wisdom and knowledge to block every power leakage in our lives in Jesus' name. So just say a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for another hour like this. We give you praise, we give you glory. We acknowledge you father we attribute all glory to you god father we have come again to learn from you to hear from you spirit of the living god we ask oh god that you do what only you can do in our midst this morning speak through me oh god i confess that i don't know anything but by your spirit oh god bless your people what you want us to hear oh god let us hear it today lord we pray in jesus name Thank you, our Lord and our God. Spirit divine, we invite you that in the next one hour you take absolute and total control. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to thank everyone for this opportunity. I thank Mommy for this opportunity. I don't take it for granted. It is a privilege and an honor to share with the people of God. And as we share today, I pray that God will open us up to the next level. That what we need to know, we will know it and run with it in Jesus' name. Thank you everyone. It's another power hour. I was forced to look at the meaning of leakage and then to look at power. And when I looked at leakage, it told me that it is a liquid or gas that is escaping from a pipe or a container by means of crack, hole or fault. That means we are looking at how, what those things that is causing a crack, hole and fault and allowing us to have leakage in our walk with God. The Lord will help us all. And um, I looked at it and I could see that there are a few points, a few habits that are prevalent and can stop us as children of God and will not be able to walk in the power which God wants us to walk. The first thing I notice is that talkativeness opens the door to sin and sin is a huge power leakage. I'll be using the New Living Translation Bible for most of my things and for most of the scriptures and then most of our scriptures there's so many, so many of them from Proverbs, James and Corinthians. So may the Lord give us understanding in Jesus' name. Proverbs 10:19 says, And keep your mouth shut. Too much talk leads to sin. Be sensible and keep your mouth shut. So 
He said that be sensible, keep your mouth shut. Proverbs 12, 21-23 says, Watch your tongue and keep your mouth shut and you will stay out of trouble. Then when I look at Proverbs 13, 3, those ones says, Those who control their tongue will have long life. Opening your mouth can ruin everything. These verses are all saying the same thing. They are telling us that the more we talk, the more trouble. And when we are talking too much, our prayer water will necessarily be dry. There is a, it's, a, it's a huge power leakage. The reason that talking too much can be, the reason why this is so, can be found in the sobering truth of James 3.8. James 3.8 says that, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. When I read that, so as if I have not read it before, I had to go, I was looking for the best version, and that was why I settled for the New Living Translation. It says, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and full of evil, deadly, and full of evil, deadly poison. And then it goes on to say that we must discipline ourselves to refrain from speaking when it is not necessary. This is one mark of wisdom, to how to discipline yourself and refrain yourself from speaking too much. Proverbs 17, 27 to 28 says, A truly wise person uses few words. A person with understanding is even-tempered. And then he went further to say, Even fools are taught as wise when they keep their mouth shut. They seem intelligent. Says that even fool that they are taught as wise when they keep their mouth shut. That when a fool is keeping quiet, you will think that that fool is intelligent. I was astonished, and that reminded me the day mommy said something that we cannot quote silence, and that was a profound teaching for me that day. I I, I went home and I was meditating on this. You can't. It was as if I've never heard it before because. It was a sudden burst of realization that you cannot quote. If, for example, they are talking about things and saying certain things, if you keep quiet, nobody will go behind and say, This is what Dukwe said, this is what Mary said, this is what Antonia said. Nobody. So they cannot quote silence. It is a very, very important thing that we must not talk too much. Talking too much, like I said, the first thing I am saying is that it leads to sin. Because when you don't have any more thing to say, you begin to tell lies. You begin to exaggerate. You begin to say the things that you don't know about. And then you color the story. When you tell one lie, there is a tendency you tell another lie to cover the first lie. So it is a serious power leakage. And when you are like that, you will not even remember to pray. When you have gone on talking and saying things that doesn't concern you, when will you have time to go back to your closet, to lift up holy hands, and then pray to God? This is a serious power leakage. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. The second thing I the second point I have here is that talkativeness fuels gossip. And gossip is another dangerous power leakage. Webster's Dictionary defines gossip as a person who chatters or repeats idle talk. So idle talk, rumor, defines the content of gossip 
idle talk and rumor defines the contents of gossip. However, it is important for us to realize that the accuracy of the, of the information is not what is important here. The, the information that you are chattering may be true or it may be false. But the fact that you are just doing idle talk, you keep going on and on and on about the issue. Whether it's true or false, it is not good. The issue here is that there are some things that simply don't need to be and should be and not should and should not be repeated because they have negative effect of gossip and murmuring. So when something has the effect of gossip and murmuring, why go on about it? Some people will say, ah, what I'm saying is the truth, it is what happened, this, 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 and you continue going on, going on, going on. It is not good. It can destroy fellowship. It can destroy friendship. It leads to power leakage. You will forget to pray. You will be going on about other people's business. That is why in Proverbs 17:9 tells us, love prospers when a fault is forgiven, but dwell on it, dwelling on it separates close friends and cause strife. And where there is strife, we cannot operate in power. So the, 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 the word of God is very clear. It's telling us that love prospers when a fault is forgiven, but dwelling on it separates close friends. So by the time you are talking too much, you are gossiping about others, whether it is the truth, whether it is not the truth, because it's idle talk. Like we said, that like the dictionary defines it for us that it is idle talk and rumor. So you are taking it around. This is what happened. This is not what happened. I was there. I saw it. So you see that it's a, it's a very big concern. And if you are not careful, your, your, your prayer life is what you are playing with. You become powerless and you, are, you, you don't remember to pray. And it is another person's problem that you are carrying. The time that you are supposed to spend with God, to get intimate with, the, with God, you have used it. And by the time you even want to get intimate, you have filled yourself so much with so much negative emotion and negative things. You will not feel right to lift up holy hands before the Lord. So this is a serious power leakage. May the Lord help us all in Jesus' name. Talking too much leads to betrayal of confidence. Yes. When you talk too much, so the other person cannot trust you because they know that one thing they tell you, you carry it. Radio Lagos, you have taken it before you hear. <coughs> Did you hear? This is what happened. And that is not good for us. Fire goes out without. Um, Proverbs 26 20 says, Fire goes out without wood, and quarrel disappears when gossip stops. Therefore, do not associate with gossip gossip it hurts others deeply where you go and you are gossiping in a fellowship whether it's in fellowship whether it's at your work whether it is your personal life by the time you start gossiping about other people you're carrying rumor about them it is no good you destroy you destroy other people's feelings it you hurt them to their innermost being and that is not good it's it's like a poisonous arrow that you are throwing with your mouth so let us learn that talkativeness. And by the time you throw that, your, the, mouth, the mouth that you are using to throw poisonous arrow, how will you now then use it to go and pray? You see that your prayer life becomes dry. It is a very, very big weakness. May the Lord help us to guide against it in Jesus' name. Amen. The third point I want to say 
is that talkativeness often feeds boasting. This is a serious power leakage. When you talk too much, you begin to boast. It feeds boasting. It fuels boasting. You begin to say, mm, is it not me? You begin to feel more than you are. And that will lead to all other sins. Boasting is grievous to God because it's fueled by pride. When you when you boast, it is fueled by pride. And God is God does not God wants us to be meek and humble. So when you are meek and humble, even the spirit of God is meek and humble. The Bible tells us that Moses was the meekest man on earth, and God called him his friend. So when you are begin when you begin to be boastful, it is a serious power leakage because you forget that there is grace. We need to carefully heed James' warning concerning this. To boast is to glory in having or doing something. Boasters are different from gossip in that they are excessively talking about themselves rather than others. When you are gossiping, you are talking about it. When you are talking about other people, but when you are boasting, eh, now, now the focus is on you. You start talking about yourself. You start feeling that you are bigger than what you are. Proverbs warns, warns against this, and in Proverbs 27, 2, let another praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. So that is the warning of God. It says, let another person praise you, not your own lips. The Lord help us and give us understanding in Jesus' name. Proverbs 25, 14 says, a person who promises a gift but does not give it is like cloud and wind that brings no rain. So that means that a person that is always boasting and cannot even do anything, the Bible is comparing that person to a cloud that brings to a cloud and wind that brings no rain. So it's just empty, like an empty symbol. That is what that means. And then when we look at James 4:13, it says, "Look here, you who say today or tomorrow." We are going to cause we are going to a certain town and we will do business day a year and make profit. Mm-hmm. You are already saying, eh, this is what I will do. When I get the money, I will do this. Uh, you are somebody that is you are taking your wares to the market. You don't even know whether you will sell or people will buy. And you are already analyzing all the things you will do with the profit when you get the money. You don't know whether you are coming back home with those things. So, when you are boasting, it makes you forget that we are led by grace. You begin, Peter said, I am what I am by the grace of God. You begin to forget that it is the grace of God that is sufficient for you, that is your enabler. You begin to think too much, too highly of yourself. Your life, our life is like a fog. Is here, is either near or there. It is God that is the source of our life and he is the one that is that does all things he is our sustainer the psalmist said i slept and i wake up because the lord sustained me i am what i am by the grace of god but when you be, when you talk too much you begin to boast and when you boast god is grievous to god because it is full by pride and the bible makes it very clear that god resists the proud so we should be very careful. It is a very huge sin and it is a very, very, very enormous power leakage. Because by the time you are boasting, you will even forget to talk to God. You will not even remember that it is grace that has made you. You will not remember that it is the blood of Jesus that 
separated you. And then we begin to just to talk anyhow. So may the Lord help us in Jesus' name. The number four point is talkativeness. It leads to flattery. When you begin to talk too much, you will begin to flatter other people. Mm-hmm. Gossip involves saying things behind the person's back. What you would never say in that person's face. That's gossip. You go and talk about, ah, don't you see that person? Mm-hmm. She did this, she did that. Uh-huh. She's a debtor. She's this. She, uh-huh. She's a gluten. She eats too much. Can't you say it behind their back? That is what, that is gossip. But, when you begin to flatter, flattering means saying to a person's face what you will never say behind them. You see that it is a different thing. Flattery, you go and meet somebody. Maybe you see your friend. You are all friends. And then you see your friend. Maybe she's, you, you, in your own opinion, in your own mind, maybe she's wearing a color clash. Maybe she has a, a, a blue dress on. And then she wears an orange shoe. And then you go and meet her. Ah, this is your shoe. You are looking so nice. There is nobody that ah, ah you are so much. You, you, instead of you, then you after you tell you you are you are mocking her indirectly. After you mock that person, these are the things women we all do. May the Lord help us to desist from it. After you, then when she's gone, you will now say ah, can't you see that idiot? Ah, ah she's like a masquerade. Ah, ah, that's flattery. Why didn't you tell her to her face that ah, this thing would have been better like this or like this? And then you, you flatter her. You made her feel good. And you are not sincere. It's insincerity. By the time you involve in such acts, how will your prayer altar not be dry? Because you are grieving God. You are grieving the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will move away. The Holy Spirit is a gentle spirit. May God help us in Jesus' name. So the by um, Proverbs two sixteen to eighteen, it says, "Beware of those who give excessive, untrue or insincere praise. Beware of those who give excessive, untrue and insincere praise." So we have to. The Bible is even warning us to beware of those kind of people because that is flattery. They give on excessive, untrue, and insincere praise. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. The next point is excessive talk. Talkativeness is often it leads to idle talk. Idle talk. You don't have anything. May God help us in Jesus' name. All this I'm saying, I'm saying is I am also learning. This gave me opportunity to see what the Bible is really saying about these things that we do. The things that we the things that we do unconsciously and we just think it is just normal. It is not normal and as children and as women in the kingdom of God, may the Lord help us because we are role models. We are there, we, some people will never read their Bible. You are the Bible that they will read. And they are watching us. Because in every sphere of life where God put us, we are leaders there. And people are watching us. So, excessive talk, talkativeness, it leads to idle talk. If we fail to restrain the use of our tongue, we may find ourselves involved in lots of useless talk. No wonder Proverbs 14, 23 says, in all labor there is profit, 
But the idle chatter leads only to poverty. The idle chatter. When you go, 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 go. When that is not labor, it's just chatter. And then it says that it leads to poverty. By the time you don't mind your own business, you are the one carrying rumor from what, what will you get in return? You go and tell Mr. A that Mrs. B talked about her. After they say you say, they will tell you thank you. Is it thank you that you will eat? Yoruba eh? people will say, kill in the So, it has no profits. You are just talking. You are just. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Jesus, warning, Jesus was warning against idle talk. Matthew 12 36 says that, But I say to you that for every idle work that man may speak, they will give account of it on judgment day. When I read this, and then I joined it that to the one that says it has no profit. And then Jesus himself was saying that we should be careful that, but I say unto you that for every idle word man will speak, they will give account for it on judgment. I went on my knees and I was asking God to help me. May the Spirit of God, may it empower us and enable us that we will, on judgment day, that day is coming in. So that we will not be held accountable for what we just did carelessly. May, may God help us in Jesus' name. The accounting we shall give at judgment seats of Christ is a powerful deterrent to careless speech if we will need to eat. So if God tells us that on judgment day we are going to give accounts, that means that we have to be very careful so that on judgment day we will not be called and then we will, maybe it was just what it may be something that does not concern you that you were hiding you were talking about and then you are called to come and talk to come and give account of something that probably you it was no business of yours so let us take it talkativeness is a big thing and it is a very very poisonous power, source of power leakage. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. The next one I want to talk about is talkativeness is the enemy of listening. Ah, everybody, me, I am guilty of this. When I first became a Christian, I can never forget, my pastor told me, he said that until we begin to listen, we have not started praying. Most of the time as Christians, we just give a list to God. Ah, Father, in the name of Jesus, I want a new shoe. I want new bag. I want this. My son must go to London. This one must this. Just you give a list, and then you ask God to stamp it. Maybe God is trying to tell you that, ah, no, my daughter, this is not it. It's not time for this. Or God is looking at it that if I give this to my child now, I will lose it. I will lose that child. She's not yet matured enough for what she's looking for. But we are not listening. And we are just saying, yeah, ah, yes, yeah, in Jesus' name, yeah, yeah, oh, some people will go that end, that enemy, that doesn't want me to give this, get this thing, fire, die. When it is God himself that has looked at who you are and has given you what you need, but you are not listening, how will, if you don't listen, how will you know? I am sure we have all been guilty of this one, this at one time or the other. We were rapidly forming a response in our mind 
while the other person is still talking. It happens to me. I used to do it to my husband. When he's just start saying something, I already have the answer. So I've switched off because I know. So the explanation is given. I will not listen. Because I already know the answer. I will, no, don't tell me that. Until God started dealing with me. Then I saw that I, I was even making mistakes. And when I make the mistake, you not say, but I told you. And then God started dealing with me. And oftentimes we all make that mistake. Somebody, even it can be between you and your child. The child is coming to tell your mommy this is this. But because you are your mother, shut up. What do you know? God help us all in Jesus' name. He who answers matter before he hears it, it is a folly and a shame. That's what the Bible says. It says, he who answers, that's Proverbs 18.13. He who answers matter before he hears it, it is a folly and a shame to him. So you have no head. Like I said, I have to do it. When my husband is talking to me, I just say, hey, this is what I want to do and that's what I'm going And then I saw that the mistake, I will make it. And then God started digging and I had to learn to listen. If you don't listen, like I said, when you said my pastor told me, and when she said, said until we begin to listen, we have not started to pray. God wants to give us instruction. God wants to how will you listen to God when He wants to give you instruction? When you are just to, 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 all the time, you know it. Blah, 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 blah. We talk too much. May God help us in Jesus' name. Do you see a man hasty in his words? There is more hope for the fool than for him. That's Proverbs 29:20. Say, so do you see a man that is hasty in his words? There is more hope for a fool than for him. So that means that the Bible is warning us severally that talkativeness is compared to fools. So if we are not fools, we should not be talking too much. It's only fools that talk too much. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. This is also supported by the words of James in the New Testament. Let every man be swift to hear, but slow to speak. That's James 1.19. Notice the relationship between quick listening and slow speaking. It seems the discipline of quick listening strengthens the discipline of slow listening and vice versa. So I am making so if you make you should all make conscious decisions to listen intensely. We are also like I said, I had to learn it and I'm still learning it. I am not there. I'm praying to God every day that you help me to listen. We were all taught to talk. Nobody taught us to listen. And it is by listening that we gain understanding. So, and the Bible has made it clear. In severally, we can see all the scripture that is enabling us to get this. It's very clear. I will not be hasty to speak. And if I use more care in speaking, I will be more skilled, I will become a more skillful listener. This is what I have learned. That if I begin to listen, you will become a better and skillful listener. So when, don't don't speak rashly. Wait. Uh, there was once I was studying leadership and something I noticed across most leaders, all leaders that have stood the test of time, that have worked with God, 
they usually listen and listen intensely. Most times they are the last to speak. They let everybody speak. When you are finished speaking, they will say yes, your own, your own, your own. When is by the time you know, it gives them, it gives you time. You can analyze, look at it from all sides, and then by the time you will speak, you are speaking from vast experience of everybody. You are putting the knowledge of everybody together and you are making drawing a conclusion. And then people will say, and people will wonder, ah, this person has wisdom. May God help us all in Jesus' name. So that is numbers. That was number six. The next one is the seventh point. Talkativeness may give birth to profanity. When you talk too much, you begin to swear. When they say, ah, are you sure? Ah, they say true to God. You begin to swear. Profanity. Profanity is what we call swearing. This leads to inconsistency in a child of God. By the time you are talking to that, did you see it? True to God. You begin to swear. Profanity. And this is this leads to inconsistency. With the tongue we bless the Lord the Father, and with the same tongue we have we use it to curse. We have been made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth shouldn't come both blessings and cursing. James three nine says, pouring out the same pouring out of the same mouth, surely my brothers and sisters. This blessings and cursing pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. So you cannot use the same mouth that you used to curse. Then you want to use it to it's inconsistency. So talk and that is the this is the result of talking too much. We sing praises to God on Sunday and curse man on Monday. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. That's James stated. It is inconsistent for a fountain to send out from the same opening both fresh and bitter water, or for a fig tree to produce olives. James 3:11. This is a serious power leakage. It deprives us from our new creatures such as status. The Bible says that when we are born again, all things are passed away and we are becoming new. Second Corinthians 5:11. 517 it says anyone who belongs to Christ has become new all things are part of it so even if we were doing it before we should not do it again so we should be conscious of who we are in Christ when you begin to talk too much you become inconsistent when you become inconsistent you will cause you will abuse you will cause and then you pray and people will be wondering is this the same person I have to be careful of this person so may God help us in Jesus' name. And it is a serious power leakage. Excessive talk. The next one, the number eight point. Excessive talks usually destroys. Praise the Lord. When you talk too much, you begin to slander, you begin to destroy. James 3 5 says, In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark. Can cause a great forest, can cause a tiny spark, can set a great forest on fire. Let me read that again. James 3 5. 
In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. So that is our tongue. It can set things at least. And you know when things burn, they burn to ashes. That is when you see the set is at least. So that means talking too much can lead us to set issues at least. It can destroy family. It can destroy relationships. It can what you have built for 10 years, you can use your tongue carelessly to destroy it in a minute. So we must be careful. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the causes of nature. And it, is, it can set everything on fire like I've been saying. Let us think back to the various fire disasters we have experienced. Is it the bomb blast we have sometime a few years back or the different pipeline vandalism that we have experienced in Nigeria? The truth is that we can measure the devastating effect of those things. But an uncontrolled tongue, you can never estimate the fire, the cause and the damage it can make. So, you see that your tongue, it can set things on fire that it will even be worse than natural disaster. You can imagine, maybe it is a home that has been built for 20 years and then one day someone of the spouse just start talking in her and you say things that hurt your, your spouse. Maybe you, 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 there have been people that have said things that that person they are talking to will go and commit suicide. That person you are talking to will become insane. How do you quantify that kind of loss when you give it to for somebody? So, no wonder the Bible, the Bible tells us that the, the tongue can set a place. So we must be very careful. And by the time you set a place with your tongue, is it that same tongue that you now go and kneel down and say, God, I, I worship you, Lord, I worship you. You see, it, 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 it's, a, it's a very serious power leakage. It will drain you. Remember that with the definition of leakage, it says where they fault, a pipe, a conduit, where it goes out. So your power begins to leak. When you say the word, you cannot... The Bible tells us that we will speak and it will be so. That whatsoever we say, what we bind will be bound. By the time you have this power leakage, you will not be able to speak and it will be bound. Your words will become empty because it does not carry power. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Taming our tongue is extremely difficult but not impossible. As we exercise discipline in a restraint of our tongue, the Holy Spirit will produce the fruit of self-control. Galatians 5.23 says, As we grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus, we will become more and more like the perfect person, complete mature man who does not stumble in the word of God. Let us pray that we become more like him. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Like I said, taming our tongue is extremely difficult but it's not impossible. So let us ask God that the discipline to tame our tongue, to restrain from speaking anyhow, that God will grant us that discipline in the name of Jesus. This is a serious power leakage and it is something that affects everybody. 
we have to be very conscious of it. There is nothing like destroy, like we have looked at all the things that we have looked at. It can destroy fellowship. It can destroy what you have built in all you have used a lifetime to build. When you just talk anyhow, it, 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 it can destroy family. The Bible says our tongue can set a place. So we need to ask the Lord. Let us all just confess to God. You know that one that is your own weakness. Let everybody, let us begin to ask the Holy Spirit right now for assistance. Let us ask God that on judgment, the Bible tells us that on judgment day that we will give account of every idle word. So let us ask God that Father, whatever it is, just think back. I want us to ask God, yes, Father, God that everything is bare before Him. He knows our weaknesses and He wants to help us. Let us just ask Him for grace. Oh, Father, help us, oh God. That grace, oh God, whatever. I want you to think back. Ask God that thing that you know, that one that you know is your own weakness. Is it that you gossip? Is it that you do idle talk? Is it that just anything? You know, we have said that it, gossip is not... The, the information, whether it's true or false, is not important. But the fact that you are just doing idle talk, carrying another person's talk from one station to the other, whatever, you, you know it by yourself. And we all know it. Just let us just confess before the Lord now. Ask God to forgive us. That those sources of leakages in our power in our prayer altar those things that is making us rendering us powerless let us just speak to god right now in the name of jesus god is here and is is willing and is able to forgive us he wants us to draw closer to him we are children of god we are kingdom women and as kingdom women we are, we, we are the light of the world. So that those things that will remove the light of God. The Bible says that when the salt loses its saltiness, it is no longer useful. That the world will trample on it. And the Bible tells us that we are the salt of the world. So let us just ask God that those things that will not make me lose my saltiness, when I am talking to not too much, that the Lord should restrain us. The Lord should help us. The Lord should open our eyes and open our ears. That we should be obedient to the word of the Lord. That we should not talk too much. I want you, if you wedding baby, just open your mouth and ask God to sanctify your lips. Sanctify your tongue. That God should take control. You see, when we surrender to God, He will help us. When we come and confess to Him in sincerity, He will do what He, will, he only can do. I remember, I cannot remember, but I remember very vividly a long time ago. I think it was mommy that was ministering one of our fellowship. And she, she told us that we should open our mouth and ask God. We should take our tongue and say, God, this is it. Help me, Lord. And I remember when I want to talk too much, I will remember that day. It's this what I'm talking about is I'm sure it's more than twenty years ago. Maybe mommy cannot even remember herself. But I remember that day. She said we should open our mouth. We should go before the Lord. So I want you wherever you are now, just open your mouth. Go before the Lord. Bring out your tongue. Tell God to tame it. Tame it. So that your tongue will not hinder you from entering into the kingdom of God. So that your tongue will not destroy what you have built over the years. So that your tongue, it will not destroy your relationship in your home, in your family, whatever. That your tongue, that it, 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 it will not be the leakage that will bring destruction into your life. Your Bible will say anywhere, so that it will not cover us in Jesus' name. Father, we pray. We ask for God that you will take and mold us. Teach us in your 
in your ways, O God. Help us, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Those things that we say and do that can stand against us on judgment day. Father, we ask, O God, that you wash us clean from it, O God. Father, that your mercy, O God, will help us, O God, that by mercy, Father, it is grace and mercy that we are asking for. Grace and mercy, O God.